Hey everybody, welcome to Kingdom Smarts. I'm Jake. And I'm Shannon. And this is a podcast where Shannon has 30 minutes at a time to explain Kingdom Hearts to me. But since we just finished Dream Drop Distance, yep. I don't know what we're doing today. We're doing a bonus episode, but I don't know what it is go- going over. The scraps of bonus stuff that we didn't cover <laughs> in the, the 3D. Leftovers. Yeah, which isn't okay. a lot, so this probably won't be a huge episode, but like, hey, it's just, I just want to have an easy one. The last one was an hour and 20 minutes long, so like, you know, we got to balance that out somewhere, and it's here. (laughs) Yeah, uh, so as of recording this, the last episode has not aired uh, officially. I have to make it public. I probably should have done that earlier, but I didn't, Uh, because Josh, who puts our episodes up, um, because Josh is my podcast partner with my other stuff, I don't know how to put podcasts on the internet. Um, I don't know how to get the file into the website. It doesn't make any sense to me. Josh does all that. Josh doesn't have power at his house, so he's staying at his girlfriend's house, and his girlfriend is staying at uh, her parents' house, and their internet, because they're old people, is the worst. It's the literally the absolute bare minimum internet you could have. So he cannot put up an episode. <laughs> it, will, it just will not go on. It will take 50 hours to upload, and that's not tenable. So uh, it hasn't aired yet. Hopefully by the time... This is up on Patreon, it has, but he said he wouldn't have uh, internet back until Wednesday. Damn. Yeah, he said he said next week, like next Wednesday, and I was like, shit, that's a lot. Um, yeah, we're recording this in the middle of, like, the middle of, you know, America being frozen solid, so. Yeah, I found out today that specifically the building that I lived in in Texas is, like, the only one without power on my block like my like literally like the the apartment building i was in that one and maybe one of some of the ones around it but like my little area is the only place in that part of austin that it doesn't have power currently oh shit Um, because janine lives where near where i used to live and she just got power back i think Uh, or no she's still staying with a friend um but she's like up the road and down a road but like she showed me this picture of just like there's we don't know what's going on over here. And it was like centered on my apartment building. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> so it's a good thing I don't live there anymore or else this episode just wouldn't be getting made currently. Yeah. Um. So hopefully everybody is staying safe and warm. I know yeah. it's probably terrifying because uh, Texans are not used to cold and you have no infrastructure to prepare you for it. You can't even buy windshield scrapers down there. So I don't I hope hopefully you're all. Keeping your head above water. Yeah, as someone who also lives in a state that shuts down any time, like, it snows or gets icy, like, I feel you, and I hope y'all get through all this okay. I hope yeah, well, everyone in power actually does something about it, but, you know. That would be nice, but Ted Cruz, that piece of shit worm, uh, tried to g- take a vacation, and then when he was caught, he lied about it three different ways. <laughs> can't believe you blamed it on his kids. He blamed it on his kids, and then his wife, some text messages from her to him, being like, we should go on a vacation because it's cold in the house, leaked, like, immediately afterwards. And he was like, yeah, I was, just, I was going down with my kids and coming right back. And he had a suitcase that was packed for a week. It was like, a, they're like, oh, really? Uh, Maybe you should have just mailed that back, bud. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is all to say that this is a Ted Cruz hate podcast. As someone yes. who used to have him, unfortunately, as my senator. I, I mean, honestly, shouldn't eggs. every podcast be? <laughs> I feel like at this point, um, if if you're a podcast that likes Ted Cruz, I think anyone listening to those shows should stop. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> anyway, Shannon, 
let's jump in. Sure. What are we doing? Uh, well, first things first, uh, there's Keyblades that I did not get to. Okay. Because they are obtained in not story beats. Uh, okay. The first one is how you get the Ultima weapon in this game is there is one bonus boss. And when you beat him, you get the Ultima weapon, which I know sounds easy. <laughs> but, but he's a he's a hard boss. He has yeah. he has the most HP out of like anyone in the game, I think. But you don't have to like synthesize every single item in the game. No, it's definitely there's definitely less shit to do, but he's still definitely a very hard boss. Still but it's, work for it's it. way more obtainable, easy, a little quick more quickly i guess okay and it's julius from the runaway brain short the mickey mouse one that's kind of like a frankenstein thing okay yeah 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 so he's basically just a big frankenstein that's a weird pull yeah i kind of wish they would do that more it's just like hey here's we have we have mickey mouse and his 500 years of history at our disposal yeah also should... it's a really good short it's very well animated. Oh, yeah yeah uh, but yeah, so you go to Traverse Town, he comes out from under a sewer grate, you fight him when you beat him, he just, like, scampers back into the sewer, and depending on who you're playing as, like, Sora's just like, that's kind of weird, and Riku's like, good riddance. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> but, uh, so you get the Ultima weapon, and it is an outstanding keyblade that boosts all stats and makes it easier to land critical hits and trigger reality shifts. So unlike the Kingdom, was it the Kingdom Hearts 2 Ultima weapon that wasn't the best sword in the, like, you, there were better weapons you could use? Uh, Maybe it was honestly, Birth I, it, I remember you I saying remember. one of the Ultima weapons from one of the recent games, it might have been 358. It was one of them that, like, it wasn't worth it, like, the amount that you had to do to get it, like, but this one sounds like it's the best one. Yeah, but I think it's definitely you can't get it till the end of the game. Till you're done, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what else is there? And then there's other keyblades. There's one called Sweet Dreams. Uh, it has a long reach, extra boost to strength, and makes it easier to to land. Uh, critical hits. You get it from the flick rush little thing that they have in Traverse Town, where it's like it's almost like the Coliseum, but it's a game you play with your dream meters. Okay. It's just like a mini game that's like a Coliseum, but with your dream meters. Okay. If I'm honest. Never done it. <laughs> Which is a shame, because this Keyblade's really cute. It just looks like very, uh, it's both dessert-based and Dream Eater-based. Okay. So it just like looks like a bunch of like little desserts, and then there's like a Meow Wow in there. Oh, <laughs> nice. Get that little treat, Meow Wow. <laughs> there's also one called Unbound. It boosts all stats, it makes it easier to for uh, criticals to trigger, and, or... I started short shortening all these things, so I don't have to keep writing the same thing down. Boost all <laughs> stats, makes it easier to crit, and triggers reality shifts. Okay. Uh, you get this from clearing all the secret portals, which are just like little things you find in during the game. Okay. And this one's like a reality shift based drop kind of drop gauge themed keyblade. It's hard to describe, but it's based off it's like basically based off of the concepts within the game. It's like a UI yeah. <laughs> keyblade. Okay, that's pretty neat. It's kind it's kind of cool though cuz like the blade part kind of looks like your drop gauge, so like the, it's clever, it's kind of cute. Yeah. I just realized that you can't unlock any like other people's keyblades in there. Like you can't unlock young xehanort's or like riku's in like the first game like you can't unlock his like bat wing right like yeah 
that's an Im- that's impressive restraint on the part of Square Enix or or Namor, whoever's you know the people making the game to be like there are Keyblades in the game, but you are not allowed to use them. Yeah, they're just like they're that person's Keyblade, which is cool. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, then you have another one called End of Pain. It's just it's a very demonic looking Keyblade. It's pretty intense. Okay. <laughs> There's a uh, few reality shifts. It gives you a boost in magic and critical hits. Uh, this is after you clear all the special portals, which again, same thing as like the secret ones. Just okay. I think th- I think the special portals are usually like where you'll like fight a bunch of like dream eaters and stuff if i remember correctly okay i also imagine they're probably easier to find than the secret portals (laughs) yeah i think there's less of the secret portals okay at least i'm pretty sure again i didn't do any of this shit yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think this game i got very like i finished it and left (laughs) yeah which is a shame because i like it so i actually want to go back and replay the hd version nice uh, so all the dream meters we missed, the ones we missed were usually like doubles of the other guys that I might have just not noticed were different. Okay. Because uh, some of them have just like different forms. So uh, the Meow Wow has uh, two forms that we missed. One is, or no, three forms we missed. One's called the Flabber Meow. It's like <laughs> a pink Meow Wow, but it's got like a little flower on its tail. So it's like okay. flower themed. Uh, one called a Meow Justy, which is... <laughs> it's black red and it's black red and gold it has like a little crown motif on it so it's kind of like in sora's colors that's very cute and then there's one called uh katanuki which is a 2.8 exclusive it is a tanuki version of a meow wow with like a little leaf on its head okay nice. it's adorable gives you a tail and lets you turn into a statue when you're mario Uh, then there we also missed a Skeletal Wild, which is just a Tyrannorex skeleton. So it's a dry Tyrannorex. <laughs> Speaking of Mario. Yes. Uh, there's also the Beetle-like, which is another 2.8 um, exclusive. It is a beat-themed uh, Zolophant. So, like, beat the character. It's got, like, his oh, little bandana. Okay. And it's on a skateboard. It's very That's, cute. That sounds very cute. <laughs> And then there is a Fruits Cat, which is a cherry-themed Neko Cat. Okay. Uh, then there's also Fishbone, which is Fin Fatale, but dry. It's the skeleton <laughs> <Sure>. version. <laughs> nice. Uh, then there's a Pseudo Neku, which is a Neku-themed uh, heavy rep. So it's that little ske- that little lizard, uh, snake lizard guy. It's like a snake with feet. Okay. <laughs> but it's Neku-themed. It's a skink. <laughs> <laughs> And then the Tubguin Ace is uh, a two, another 2.8 exclusive. It's the little penguin guy, but he's in a sauna, so he has fire and ice powers. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. <laughs> the little warm penguin. And then there's an R&R seal, which is a vacation version of the Jungle Pup, so it's just <laughs> the little seal guy, but he's in like an old-timey swimsuit. So like the like stripy swimsuit that's the, like, just one like... Piece. Yeah, that's like the like the t-shirt and the shorts. Yeah, that's adorable. <laughs> and then there's the Ursa Circus, which is a circus-themed Kuma panda. So it's got like little stars and it looks like it's got like a bunch of decal that just looks circusy. Man, if this game was made today, there would also be a phone game, a phone gotcha game where you could get <laughs> all of these things. Oh, absolutely. Like not not even a question. <laughs> They could still do it, and it would sell. I'd do it. I really like the Dream Eaters. They're adorable. Yeah. 
then there is a Tatsu Blaze, which is the Tatsu Steed, which was the little dragonfish guy, uh, but fire-themed. Okay. Then a Woe Flower, which is the Wee Flower, but it, like a toxic <laughs> version, so it's all spiky. Okay, I love the I love the names. I like how the names are like a little bit different, but in a fun way. Yeah, and then that's that's basically all the stuff we missed. Okay, but I do also have uh, these might a lot of these might just be like reiterating stuff we know. But since there's no secret reports this game, I figured the glossaries count. And since okay. we kind of stopped doing like the test part portion of the game, yeah, of, well, not the game, but our of the podcast, podcast yeah. <laughs> One, because, like, it's just a lot of work to make the test, and I I kind of like us not having, like, the it's graded attitude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, so, like, the glossaries, it's an, it'll just kind of cover some of the stuff from the games, but they're nice refreshers. Okay, since, yeah. Since we're not doing the test stuffs anymore. Yeah. There's only 12. They didn't do 13, as their usual. So close, y'all. You couldn't have figured out one new thing to, to put in the glossary? <laughs> They're like shit. There's only twelve. There's only twelve <laughs> things we want to talk about. There's only twelve things that someone might want to have a little clarification on, or maybe they just knew everyone was just going. And they're like, oh, "Just kidding. We're not giving you another one." <laughs> All right. So the first one is for keyblades. It is a key, uh, a key shaped weapon forged by man during the age of fairy tales. Any other origins have yet to be revealed. All keyblades have three natures: light, darkness, and heart. The last two are um, exceptional. Most documented keyblades, including Sora's and Riku's, are keyblades of light. Okay. A heart must be proven before a keyblade will appear in its master's hand. No lock can withstand a keyblade, nor can any non-agent of light. Uh, special keychains allow keyblades' appearance and performance to be altered. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess that, that confirms how keyblades change form. Yeah, is that is everyone it... does have a default, and you change out the key the keychain. Okay, I like that. I knew that didn't come out of air in like my <laughs> head. <laughs> also, keyblades of heart. Have we talked about those? That seems familiar. Uh, I think we've seen one already. The uh, keyblade in Kingdom Hearts One that Riku gets from the uh, Seven Princesses of Heart. Right, right, the right. The one right. Sora kills himself with. Yeah. Oh God, what a that boy. <laughs> Uh, that's, that is so interesting. I wish there was a little more about the Keyblade lore. <laughs> uh, the next one is Keyblade Masters, uh, guardians of the balance between light and darkness. Uh, through the bequeathing, they choose the next, uh, generation of Keyblade wielders, training their bodies and tempering their hearts so that they too might one day be, be Keyblade Masters. Well, the word master might be tossed around, only existing Keyblade Master can pass the title and its associated powers. They often elect to test candidates for the mark of mastery. Among the Keyblade Masters is one true successor who is tasked with protecting a hollowed ground known as the Land of Departure. Which is currently Aqua, who is in darkness. Yeah. It's wild that they fucking, number one, that they waited until literally the, what, fifth, fifth game to, like, dive into any of that shit? Yep. And then, number two, that they hid all this cool lore in a Disney game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
I just, I kind of love it. It makes me feel like Nomura had the idea and was like, I would like to do this, Square. And they're like, yeah, we want to compete with Nintendo, though. And the only thing that can do that is Disney. And he's like, I'll put Mickey Mouse in it. That's fine. Like, sure. <laughs> but he's like, I really just want to talk about all this weird Keyblade shit that I thought of. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, and I do like, apparently he's said in interviews, the way he works is that he always tries to think two games ahead. So, like, yeah. there's definitely, like, no creative person has everything 100% planned out. So I don't doubt no. that half of this is pulled out of his ass. And then, like, he has to either line it up or just hope that it lines up to later go, like, that wasn't as clean as I hoped. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, somebody on uh, my, my Discord from my other shows, there is a Kingdom Hearts channel or a Kingdom Smarts channel on there. But we don't have one for Kingdom Smarts because... There's a lot more of y'all than there are people listening to the Morphin Grid. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> it would be wild to try to wrangle. Um, but we were talking about it on there, and someone said that they liked the idea that that either A, that nobody's having hearts was set up from the beginning when they clearly have emotions and stuff, or it's a retcon when he went, oh, shit, I gave them emotions, and then said they didn't have hearts. No, they have hearts. And, it, and either way works. <laughs> it's hard to tell which might be the real one. Yeah. It's a secret. <laughs> exactly. And you'll never know. <laughs> uh, the next one is for Master Xehanort. Uh, arguably yeah, the most... Some, tell me some shit about this guy. <laughs> arguably the most powerful Keyblade Master in history and a staunch advocate for a, dark, uh, for a world where light <laughs> and darkness are equal. In his thirst for knowledge, he allowed his heart to succumb to darkness. While attempting to reproduce the Keyblade Ward, he was thwarted by three young Keyblade wielders and his body was seemingly destroyed. However, Keyblade Masters have the power to remove hearts and transfer them to other vessels. Master Xehanort has leveraged this power of recombination and clashed with Sora under a number of identities. It's literally the how many times do I have to teach you this lesson, old man? Yeah. <laughs> but they just really casually throw out, like, oh, yeah, if you're cute, you can just switch hearts out. You can do whatever you want with hearts if you're cute. Right? That's whatever. I thought it was like a special thing that only he could do. But this little entry makes it seem like, no, anyone could do it, but he's the only one who's a big enough dick to do it. So, yeah, I think it's the kind of power they're like, hey, Keyblade Masters, like, here's how you do this, but like, y'all are powerful enough that we trust you to like not do it. And, like, yeah. you're all and responsible. <laughs> And then Xehanort's just, like, writing it all down, like, yeah, no, we're totally responsible. He's like, who would, I would never do that How do I do times. it again? Well, one more again for my notes. <laughs> I'm just going to record you saying it, if that's okay. <laughs> the next one is for the Keyblade War. Uh, an ancient and epic war that lives on in fairy tales. It erupted over a sacred place known as Kingdom Hearts, the source of all light. Keyblade wielders from the legions of light and darkness vied to control Kingdom Hearts and wiped out all the world's light as a result. Legend has it that fra the fragmented worlds we know today survived from the last glimmers of light within the hearts of children. Which makes sense why that there is a princess of heart on the major worlds. But also, then, what about the ones that don't have princesses of heart? Is there just somebody there who's like pretty good? They're just like a pretty good person that made that when yeah you know, when that world started, I guess. <laughs> Do we get more about the Keyblade Wars at any point? Uh, yes. Okay, which it's it's good that there is more because 
I, it's there's so, all the all the key. Like I don't give a shit about the Disney stuff, right? Like that is literally window dressing. Uh, like it's fun, and I love that Cinderella was really nice to Tara, and I feel like that they, you know, there's something could have been there. Um, but like all the actual Kingdom Hearts, not even, and also like the square stuff, like whatever. Clouds here, cool. He seems nice, but whatever. Uh, but like the Kingdom Hearts lore is like the shit that I'm here for. Because uh, if it wasn't the cool stuff, like we probably wouldn't be doing this podcast, right? Like, yeah, you know. Um, and there's just so many like huge things that they're like, oh, there's this thing that happened, you know, and that's what made everything. And we'll tell you about it, but we won't. We're not going to go into detail right now. And I'm like, but I would like a little bit of detail, <laughs> like a little more, please, for me. Yeah, because I do like that that's something that's been around since, like, Kingdom Hearts 1, where, like, Kyrie's grandma was just like, yeah, the world got destroyed, and, like, the light within the yeah. hearts of children rebuilt it. <laughs> and and they're just like, all right, go ahead, go on. And we're like, okay, yeah, that's fine. That's all I need to know for now. And then I'm like, okay, but who was there, and why did it happen, and... <laughs> I will say when we get to the mobile games, that will that's the furthest in the past that the games have gone. So okay. that will be dealing with like when there were this like legions of Keyblade wielders. That's so dope. Cause like someone had to make the first Keyblade, and I just want to know about that. Like I want <laughs> I want to learn about that shit. That's what I'm here for. I'm assuming it was a caveman with a club that had a key shape at the end of it. But that's just because <laughs> you know that's what I would like to happen. <laughs> And all right, the next one is for the Heartless. Uh, they are living embodiments of the darkness within our hearts, and therefore the darkness that has been in the world since its inception. Although they originate in our hearts, they have no hearts of their own, hence their name. They instinctively mm. hunt for hearts and survive and reproduce by stealing them. They have no leaders or hierarchy, uh, least of all the chaotic pure bloods which arise sp spontaneously. Emblem Hardest were created artificially by Xehanort's Ansem, uh, behave in much the same way. Huh. So the Emblem Heartless were made by Ansem? Like, yeah. Seeker of Darkness Ansem? Yeah, which we did hear in uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, and also 1, I believe. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, that makes sense. Yeah, I think... I guess we hear it in one, then I think in two is where we see where they were actually made. Right, because they were, yeah, because there's like the lab under the yeah. Radiant Guard, and that's why H H Hollow Bastion got fucked up pretty bad. <laughs> like, Oops. makes sense. Oopsies. <laughs> also, still want to know how he made a, like a, just a regular, straight up a human, but a heartless. <laughs> Would just like to know. Maybe, maybe it's because he had the most darkness in his heart that it was just like, no, it's enough to make a human. I don't know. Because he's special. Damn, Sora's grandpa. <laughs> I do like that Heartless are just kind of, like, wild, though. That Everyone's yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to control the Heartless, and they're just like, okay. Yeah, and, and it, like, that's kind of, that's also there from the start, because, like, Clayton's like, get him, and they're like, oh, there's no one else to get. We're going to get you. Like, <laughs> so, if you are not cooler than us, you're done. That's, you know, Maleficent can hang, but you're just Clayton. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> Sorry, but we're going to eat your heart so bad, you're never going to appear in the games again. <laughs> yeah, like, we changed how you are allowed to interact with this, <laughs> with this game series. You're welcome. We ate your heart so bad that Edgar Rice Burroughs' estate re-upped his copyright claim. <laughs> <laughs> All 
the next one is for Kingdom Hearts. Uh, according to legend, the source of all true light is known as Kingdom Hearts. We know Xehanort has created two Kingdom Hearts now, both artificially by amassing enough hearts. One was made up made from the hearts of worlds and the other from the hearts of people. The Kingdom Hearts made from the hearts of worlds had a door that led to the realm of darkness, its depths never fully charted. The Kingdom Hearts made from hearts of people was believed to have the power to recomplete someone whose heart had been lost. Which sounds like Xehanort. Yep. Yep, it does. But I guess they were, that was also just Xemnas lying his ass off. Yeah. <laughs> it's... They made a sec. It, the fact that they could make a second Kingdom Hearts is bananas. Because <laughs> the first one is the source of all light, and the second one is ghosts. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Is all basically I'm the same thing. Pretty, you know, we don't. The science is out. We don't know if ghosts isn't the source of light. It's it could be anything. When you turn a light bulb on, you don't know what's in there. It's impossible to tell. It could be a ghost. You don't know. Probably a ghost. Try to download it and see if you explode. <laughs> see what happens. Please don't download your light bulbs and explode. Don't download a light bulb. Don't download a moon. <laughs> just if you, if you are Diz, just leave everyone alone. <laughs> yeah, just maybe, I don't know, retire? <laughs> like, just go somewhere? And instead of downloading all of your shit into a little boy's brain, maybe just, like, leave Mickey Mouse a note or something. Say, like, here's how bad I fucked up. Anyway, I'm going to Cabo. I won't bother you anymore, I promise. Just, like, password protected, like, a hard drive. Yeah, like, you don't need to install it in a boy. That's invasive. (laughs) He's the worst. I hate that guy. Uh, the next one is for nobodies. If a strong-hearted person loses or is robbed of that heart, their body and spirit can live on as a nobody. Nobodies have no hearts, but they retain their human memories, which served as a reservoir from which to draw human emotion. Okay, your commas are just driving me insane. Uh, unlike Heartless- You're you're reading from a website that's, like, a little wordy? (laughs) (laughs) Unlike Heartless, nobodies are, uh, hierarchical- Hierarchical? 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 They have a hierarchy and choose choose to be subject to the organization's leadership. Man, knowing now what I know about nobodies, I'm so glad I was right the whole time about them having (laughs) hearts. (laughs) Uh, I also do like that they are like, it specifically says like if you lose your heart or if it's robbed, if someone steals it, yeah, they can you know they can get that out, but it it does make sense that if they retain their memories and memories are stored in your heart, that like you can regrow a heart if you have memories. Because like we've seen it the other way, right? Of like you lost your memories, but you still have a heart, Sora. Yeah, and the the trick, the fucking Nomura's best trick is that like here's something that happened to Sora, and this is the first time you've seen it. So you assume this is how it should be. But this is always a special case and is not indicative of how everybody else operates. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Our next one is for Organization 13, just in time. Hell yeah. When the strongest of heart become nobodies, they retain human form even after their heart is gone. Ansel the Wise had six apprentices, the best of whom called himself Xehanort. 
The real Ansem abandoned his studies of the heart, but Xehanort could not let it stop there. He and the other apprentices betrayed Ansem and cast their hearts away to continue their master's research. Uh, Xehanort's nobody took a new name, Xemnas, and formed an organization with the other apprentices' nobodies. Once their numbers grew, they became known as Organization 13, though at one time they had a 14th member. Organization 13's goal what? was That's to- a weird thing to just kind of kind of drip in there. Oh, Xion. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Organization 13's goal was to complete Kingdom Hearts from the hearts of people by defeating Heartless and collecting the hearts they had captured. Sora thwarted their plan, however, destroying the organization's members and setting a multitude of captive hearts free. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So we were talking uh, when I was editing the last episode, because I I was putting some things together, uh, and then you sent me the timeline, or not the timeline, the, uh, the time travel chart, which... Even looking at it is still confusing. It's still like, yeah, good job, this guy. But he, but I, I was reminded that he lost all of his memories after losing to Aqua. Yeah, and when Ven and Vanitas, you know, blew up. So like, Ansem stumbles upon him. Whatever Ansem was doing at the fucking Badlands, who knows? Um, <laughs> he probably put that information in Sora somehow. <laughs> As we found him, he didn't have memories, and we find that out, like, immediately, like, in the secret reports for one, right? Or maybe it was for two. It was one of the early secret reports, I think. Yeah, I can't remember which one, but yes. Yeah, it came, so it came up really early. And then, like, six degrees of separation later, here we are, being like, oh, that's the main bad guy and, like, a whole bunch of other shit. But yeah. I was like, wait a minute, he did lose his memory, and then he went to work for Ansem, who was like, I'm fucking around with hearts. It's going to be bad. And then he got, like, obsessed with it. And then somehow got his memories back because he was able to put all of these plans in place and he wouldn't have been able to if he just like died. <laughs> so <laughs> Xehanort, for all his faults and all that, I really hate him. He's good at being a bad guy. He is. He's really good at it. And I do love that about him. He, yeah. is, a, he is a good villain. He Even is. if he sucks, but that's what you get with a good villain. <laughs> that's yeah, that's you know kind of the best thing about a good villain. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next one is for the seven princesses. Uh, another name for the princesses of heart. The only seven people in the world whose heart hearts are pure light. Well, not necessarily royalty. They are called princesses because they are all female, and the one who brings them together will reign over all the all worlds. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> the nature of the princesses' powers is not entirely clear, but once already their hearts have been stolen to create an entrance to Kingdom Hearts and a so-called Keyblade of Heart. Could could he not, could Xehanort not have just grabbed one of them instead of make, like, just, like, turn Ven into a zombie for a while? But then that wouldn't fuck up someone's day. It would fuck up the princess he stole's day. But not as bad as Ben's day. <laughs> no. He doesn't do irreparable damage by ripping out half of your heart, uh, I guess. And that's really what he's angling for. <laughs> yeah, the unfortunate part of Xehanort is that he's like a weird scientist weirdo. It's just like yeah. a science weirdo that's just like, hey, what if I did this? Yeah, I'm just going to keep pushing things. Because literally his plan is, I want to fuck around and find out. Like, that is literally his goal with Kingdom Hearts. Is like, I just want to know what happens next. So what if we do it again? Yep. That's it. It's <laughs> not inherently malicious. It's just the only way to accomplish it 
is evil. <laughs> so. Yes. And it was one of those uses like, so there's only seven princesses of hearts. So if you fuck with them, you kind of don't have any more. So right. what if I tried making someone have a pure a heart of pure light by just ripping all the darkness out? Free range, sustainable, pure light hearts. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if you don't have your own, store-bought is fine. <laughs> this is the opposite. This is if there is a scarcity at the store, you could make it at home, probably. <laughs> it's a, one of those DIY channels. This is a, it's, this like is life, a, it's a life hack. It's a fucking life hack. It's, it's, a, it's a, like, oh, if you have a milk jug, you can turn it into a scoop. And I'm like, why would I ever need that? The answer is if you're putting salt on your driveway. It's much easier to use a big scoop than just to throw it with your hands. And a milk jug upside down cut in half works fine. But that's not the point. <laughs> it's one of those like stupid ones that's just like, oh, if you can't, if you need to like float all of a sudden, take six uh, fucking empty two liter bottles and put them under your shirt and do this. It's like, who has that many two liter bottles? Uh, there's an Instagram, uh, a comedian on Instagram that I follow. Her name's Nikki Dubois. And she has a series called like five minute life hacks or something like that and literally every single one of them is like a stupid thing that you that is not a problem that like it's like the ultimate parody of, of all of them like the only one i can remember is it was like you know five months into the pandemic and it's the same it's the same set of every time it's the same music there's no talking it's just like her like oh this doesn't work do this other thing and so it was like she puts up a mask on her face like oh no this is bad and then so she just like has a string and tapes it to her hat so it's just in front of her face like it's not a tat it's just dangling and they're just like that's the hack like basically and it's just like that is every single life hack video but just not as explicit about how dumb it is <laughs> yeah there's a i watch a guy called jarvis johnson and he did a video recently where he tried a few life hacks Mm -hmm. And some of them were like ridiculous. A lot of them are just like ruin a thing to make something you don't need. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly what Xehanort did with Ven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All we're saying is that Xehanort is a Troom Troom channel. <laughs> or a Troom Troom video. <laughs> Alright. Uh, the next one is the... I fuck up this word every time. Uh, recusnant signal? Recusnant? I I read it as resonant the first time I saw it, and I'm gonna blame that on dyslexia. Which he, here's a here's a useful life hack. If you have dyslexia, anytime you don't understand say something, just say you read it wrong. <laughs> it's R E C U S A N T. Uh, that sounds like recusant. Yeah, recusant. Which is sort of which like it might be a word. Like I'm I'm confident it's a word. It is a word. I. It means what does it mean? Hold on. Here, let's everyone's favorite uh, segment on any given podcast. Let me do Google real quick. <laughs> uh, a person who refuses to submit to an authority or to comply with regulation, or as an adjective, of or denoting a recusant. Thank you very much for that. Recusant. 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 Okay. English is a stupid language. It's everyone. a bad one. It's it's a mess. We should try it again. Let's yeah. Let's unplug it. Plug it back in. Let's power cycle <laughs> English. See, let's see if we can make that work. Just con some consistency in our letters. I would love. Yeah. There's also some we could probably just like either get rid of or like we don't need a C, right? Like like you could use a K or an S for anything you could use a C for, except for ch. 
but C could just mean ch from now on, you know? Like, I feel like there's a lot of a lot of things we could do to clean up the language. Well, according to recusant, it could be a Q. <laughs> <laughs> or a Q, even, yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, the recusant signal, uh, Zemnis, leader of Organization 13, gave new names to all who entered its ranks. Each name was an anagram created for the member's original name plus the letter X. The X, known as the recusant signal, has manifested itself in both obvious and insidious ways throughout Sora's adventures. Is there, if I go, I can't go on to, because it might come up and spoil some stuff for like three or whatever, but is there like a list somewhere of like, oh, here's one and oh, here's another, like... I've never, lo- I've never looked it up, but every time I look at Sora designs after this, I'm definitely going, where the fuck is... No, all right, you're good. <laughs> I'm eyeballing my little son. Like, is he, does he have one? Like, Riku's uh, got at, one. If you, like, look we... Kingdom, if you look at Kingdom Hearts 2, he has X's on him. Damn. Kingdom Hearts 1, Riku has an X on him. Oh, yeah, he does. He's got that uh, belts. Yeah, and that's when he gets possessed by Ansem. This is... That is insidious, Nomura. <laughs> it's just it's just two crossed lines and now I'm nervous about him. <laughs> Again, it's another one of those things like maybe he just liked he just thought it looked cool that at a point he was like, ooh, but what if? <laughs> that was a bad thing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's sad actually? Hey, that's how I might re- write my comics, thank you. <laughs> well, because I know one of your fucking influences. <laughs> <laughs> I, I too, love making it up as I go along and just watching the seams close and be like, cool, no one will ever know. <laughs> this is how it always was. But uh ba da uh, Alright, so the next one is the Keyblade. The, the Recusant Blade. <laughs> if Kingdom Hearts is a lock, then the blade from the Age of Fairy Tales was the key. It could be argued that without the Keyblade, the Keyblade War would have never would have never been waged. After all, you cannot possess what you cannot find or unlock. It is clear the blade was an inspiration for human rock keyblades. The letter key can be pronounced both as key or kai, leading to some confusions. Uh the Agreed. Si- and symbolizes the perfect crossing of light and darkness. The Keyblade can be forged via a high-dimensional clash between these two poles. Uh, it is believed that the recusant signal is also derives from key. Of course. Why not? The, so the, the Keyblade, that's the first Keyblade, right? Like, obviously. Yes. That's gotta be. Because everyone's like, we can do that. And they missed the part where there's like a sword on it. They're like, no, 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 no not important. <laughs> not important. <laughs> so. Also, another way English is bullshit. The way they wrote Kai could also easily be pronounced key. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is everyone should be nicer when people mispronounce things. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, yeah, so. They, mm. Man, I hope we get to learn. I'm now. I'm excited that we do get to learn a little bit more about the key, the Keyblade War because there's a lot of shit. There's just a lot of shit now that I would like to know about. Yep. <laughs> All right. So the last one is hearts tied to Sora. Not long after Sora was born, his heart connected with that of a boy named Ventus. Ventus's heart had been torn apart, but Sora saved him by sharing part of his own heart. 
Several years later, three young Keyblade wielders, Terra, Aqua, and Ventus, found themselves embroiled in a battle with, a battle with Master Xehanort. In their travels, Master Aqua and Terra both met Sora and his best friend Riku. Sora promised Aqua to keep Riku on the right path, while Riku made a secret promise with Terra. Not long after, Terra became a vessel for Master Xehanort, and Aqua vanished into the realm of darkness. As for Ventus, he shattered his own heart to protect his friends and returned to Sora's heart, where he sleeps to this day. Years after Sora got older, he unknowingly hid his friend Kairi's heart inside his own to protect it. When, so when Sora became a heartless, he also inadvertently gave form to Kairi's nobody, Namine, while creating his own nobody, Roxas. Another being was also created, a replica named Shion. Shion was formed from Sora's memories of Kairi, and she had the power to copy Roxas. Ultimately, Shion and Namine realized their place and guided the pieces back to where they belonged. Namine returned to Kairi's heart, and Shion and Roxas returned to Sora's. Many hearts have touched Sora's, and these connections and those connections remain, but their stories ended in sadness, and a sadness in which they still sleep. Cool. Thanks for that. I, yeah, I was, I was, I was feeling pretty good about that entry, and then at the end, they're like, "No, no, no, don't get too, don't get too excited, Jake." <laughs> And that's it for the glossaries of Kingdom Hearts 3D. Nice. Kingdom Hearts, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. <laughs> I like I like that it that Sora Sora's heart has its own entry, which makes it seem like Sora's superpower is that he ha there is no limit to how good he is. He yep. can he can keep letting people into his heart no matter what. And that's his superpower, and that's why he's the hero, and not Riku, who everyone thought should be the hero of the story. Yes. <laughs> Which is really nice. Sora's a good kid. Yeah, he is. Cool. Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. I think next we're just doing a Q&A, so... Yep. As of right now, we have two emails, and that's it. So, send in your... Uh, your your questions if you're gonna do it on twitter use the hashtag kingdom smarts or you can email them to it we'll talk about that in a minute yeah but uh you have until thursday what's next thursday that's the 20 25th you have until thursday the 25th at 8 p.m because that's when we record this show <laughs> so yes. 8 p.m eastern for clarification um so get them in so we can answer or else it's gonna be a shorter episode which is nice for us. And also, if you have any ideas for bonus episodes you'd like to hear, uh, send them to us because we want to have a little bit of a buffer yeah. so Shannon can get all the pieces together for how we're going to tackle the Frankenstein's monster that is Unchained Key and Key and Back Road and Back Cover. How many of these are correct? How many of these are titles uh, for? Back Road was the only one that was wrong. Okay, back, so there's no so, Kingdom Hearts Back Road then. It went from uh, Key to Unchained Key to Union Cross to then Back Cover is the movie version. When um, when did they explain that Jesus was a Keyblade wielder, do you think? <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> okay, good. I'm excited. <laughs> Because he had the big cross. That's a recusant sigil. <laughs> you know? You never know. There was a... Right before Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, um, on My Brother, My Brother, and Me, they... So they I don't know how they got onto it, but they were talking about the next Kingdom Hearts, like Kingdom Hearts 3. And I don't think any of them are particularly fans of the game series. But they were talking about that, like, it's like, what's the world you want? And they were like, the Bible. 
like the literal Christian Bible. They should go to the Bible. And then they, there's just this whole big, it was very funny. But I, there was a second where I was like, do I have to turn this off? Because after we started the show, and I was like, I sh- do I need to turn it off? Because, and then, but it was all just jokes about the Bible. So, <laughs> so I just think about that every time I think about Kingdom Hearts, which is fairly often in my day to day now. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And someone sent me a really nice, like, t- someone made a timeline of every Kingdom Hearts game. I think it's all the cutscenes, like, in like, the timeline order. Okay. And that includes all of the mobile game stuff in there. I haven't gone through it yet to see, like, how much it covers, because, again, like, even in their descriptions, they're just like, oh, we did our best with the mobile <laughs> games. <laughs> it's so weird, y'all. <laughs> so I'll probably go through that and see how helpful it will be. I think it's just going to be one of those, because, like, usually I'll just, like, t- like, watch it as I go. I don't really watch ahead, because, like, again, I'm just... I'm like you're a human being with a whole life outside of a podcast (laughs) yeah I'm taking notes in like this a lot of time that I allow myself just because like hey like you know emotional breaks are really important everyone yeah like save some energy for yourself yeah and I like I'm working a lot to get better I used to be really bad about it and I'm trying really hard to get good (laughs) to get better about it so like I don't really watch ahead with this, but I think for the mobile games, I'm going to have to watch ahead right. just to see if they even have everything I need. Yeah. It, it's a monster. There might be some, like, before we start, there might be just, like, a couple weeks where we just, like, take off just yeah. to, like, if we don't have enough ideas for bonus episodes where you don't have to do any prep work because the time you would do that, you are going to need to to figure yeah. out how the fuck we're even talking about the next <laughs> one. Um, so just be ready for that. You yeah. Know. Also, the I haven't talked to Josh about it because I was going to, and then he hasn't had power in, in several days, so I just forgot uh, about getting the Kingdom Smarts 1.5 HD remix final mix up uh, on, on Podcatchers. Um, Sizzle has a, like... Vert, because he's the one that made it for us, because we don't know how to do that, which is why we have the weirdest feed ever, because it's how we learned how to do it seven years ago when we made a Power Rangers podcast that we were sure no one would ever listen to. And now it's the only way we know how to put podcasts on the internet, and it's literally the worst way you can do it. But Sizzle made an RSS feed, and he said that it it currently works, but it will stop working once we get it like loaded up onto our website. So... um. I I can find that and I can post it on Twitter. So you can just type that into your RSS feed podcatcher or whatever. There's always a place you can manually put in RSS feeds. Um, so you can like listen to Kingdom Hearts 1 if you want to, because currently that is gone into the Aether. If you want to go back in time and hear me say like a lot, because I hadn't caught on to how much I say it, and now I'm self-conscious about it. I, I listen to myself talk, I would say for a lot of my day right between the podcasts i edit and just the fact that i talk a lot i say um and uh a lot and i have i i cannot make a conscious effort to stop doing it i just can't i've tried and it doesn't work so i just cut them out so nobody hears them but i do it a lot uh the fact that you have been able to go oh i say like a lot i will stop that now seems like witchcraft to me (laughs) (laughs) So, congratulations <laughs> on your witchcraft. You're welcome. Uh, but that's it, right? That's all. That's all. Send in your stuff uh, for the next episode, so we can. I don't have know why I said do. you're welcome to you congratulating me. 
Uh, cool. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if you want to talk to us online, we're at Kingdom Smarties. Shannon's just, I'm going to let Shannon finish laughing. I'm just going to keep going. Where was I? Kingdom Smarties. Uh, use the hashtag Kingdom Smarties to talk about the show to send in your questions for the Q&A episode uh, by February 25th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, if you want to like live tweet or just anything, if you got memes or jokes or whatever you want to post, uh, that's how you do it. If you want to talk about spoilers, which is everything after this, uh, use the hashtag cage free. Don't put the two hashtags together and don't send cage free stuff to kingdom smarties because I go there and I don't want to see it. That's the whole, that's the whole reason it exists. Uh, you can email us kingdom smarts podcast at gmail.com. We never say this, but you can rate and review us on all your podcatchers. Go ahead. Just leave us one. It'd be nice. And we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash Kingdom Smarts. Uh, for a dollar a month, you can help support the show. We have the Kingdom Designs is up. Uh, last episode, you're like, it's not done yet. And then literally that night, you finished it. Yeah. Um, so by the time the episode aired, it was wrong. So it is up, and it's <laughs> adorable. Um, and y'all should go check it out. If you're a $10 patron or above, you can go see those. Yeah, it was just conveniently one of those things like David is the other room with like friends on like a video call. So we finished and I just went in there and while we chatted, I was just like doodling on my thing. And I was just like, oh, wait, I can draw that thing I just mentioned I don't have time to draw. <laughs> uh, and it's extremely good. So um, <laughs> go check that out. Uh, there's going to be a poll. I'm going to say it out loud. So when I'm editing it on Monday, I will go, ah, oh, we got to do this because we will forget by then. Uh, there will be a poll for K pop smarts up by the end of the week. Because we got to get one done. <laughs> so yes. I'm saying it now to remind me later. There is the the last two, um, the end of year ones are just us talking about a bunch of different videos. And it's just a fun, chill time. It's just us gushing about how much we like these K-pop groups mostly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you want to talk to me online, I'm on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. I'm at Shannon Mayner. I've been Jake. I've been Shannon. And that's my Kingdom Hearts. I don't, have any, I don't know what any of the questions are. I can't tease them. Oh, your microphone is. Oh, God, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> hold on i have to i'm gonna mute it but it probably won't count for the recording okay